Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Carolyn Hemphill, Kelly Payne, welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having Thank you. us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, so tell me about... Uh, Hanover County Black Heritage Society. When, when did you guys start and, and why did you start? We started back in 1994, I do believe it was. And a group of <clears throat> prior Hanover, uh, Hanover County residents who attended John M. Gandhi High School came together under my leadership uh, to form Hanover County Black Heritage Society. We felt that uh, there was a need for some emphasis to be placed on contributions made by African Americans here in Hanover County, and thus became Hanover County Black Heritage. Recently celebrated our 25th anniversary at the depot. Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) Some years ago. uh, Well, last year. 219. 219. And uh, we've been moving ever since. We've had a number of locations. We were on Virginia Street at one time. Uh, we've been at the Mount Pelias Center. Uh, we were down on <clears throat> Route 1 at the Han- Hanover Recreation Center, and now we are housed in the Henry Clay Inn. And hopefully we will end up having a permanent location in the near future, hopefully to uh, our volunteer committee and pulling some things together. Um, COVID-19 kind of stopped us, so we haven't moved as fast as we wanted to, but Kelly is here helping us to uh, create a volunteer organization where they will be something like Friends of, of Hanover County Black Heritage, similar to, similar to Friends of the Library. So that's what uh, she's doing to help us out. Very cool. I, uh, we should mention that you are mother and daughter? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are mother and daughter team. And right. it has taken me a long time to get her involved, but she finally <laughs> agreed. <laughs> she finally agreed to come help us out. Yes. That's awesome. Um, I joined officially um, in 2000. Um, I officially formed the Friends of the Society in 2017. I started off with four young ladies who were eager to help um, continue the history of African Americans here in Hanover County. That volunteer committee has now grown to over 10 people who give their time, their effort, their energy, and their expertise. Um, Our first official main event was the Heritage Ball which was held December 19th, 2019 Mm. at the depot, um, formerly Carl's Brothers Grocery Store. And it was a big success. It was an evening under the stars. Uh, We solicited donations. It was was our annual fundraiser. And as uh, Ms. Hemphill said, COVID really slowed us down because we had planned to make that an annual fundraising event for the month of December. And unfortunately, we couldn't have that um, in 2020, so we turned it to an online fundraiser mm. through our Facebook page, and we did pretty well uh, soliciting people to give us donations and turn for information and membership to the organization. What's the uh, m- uh, mission or objective of the organization? Well, what we mainly try to do, we collect research, collect, preserve, and exhibit information on contributions made by African Americans here in Hanover County. 
that's the gist of it. Um, we have a traveling exhibit. Um, we once were located on Virginia Street where we had the entire building. But after we closed that down, because they built a library, uh, we established our traveling exhibit and that goes throughout the county. Uh, our most recent exhibit was in all five libraries here in the county. And I think uh, Francine Hunter was coordinating that, uh, that event. So we spent a lot of time trying to push the information out there so that people will uh, have access to it. In addition to that, we have a small library uh, of books on African Americans and by African Americans that people uh, who want to borrow those books or come in and do research are able to do. There's only one drawback. We are open by appointments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we need volunteers to, uh, to be there and, and man uh, the, uh, the, the area so that people can come in and do their research. In addition to that, <clears throat> we're currently establishing the RFMP Railroad uh, Collection. Uh, a man by the name of uh, Dorden donated lots of uh, memorabilia and uh, collectible items uh, based on uh, RFMP. We're also trying to establish a list of African Americans who worked with the RFMP Railroad since we had centered right here at the at the depot, which at the is train the uh, train station, which is a uh, visitor center now. And uh, we're also working with the uh, Ashland Downtown Association to establish that uh, railroad park throughout the town of Ashland. So we're involved in a multitude of things. In addition to that, the Hanover County 300th anniversary is coming up. up. And we're going to be participating on August the 28th with that event down at Hanover Courthouse. Um, and we're also working with the Berkeley Town Association to establish a walking park uh, there in, uh, in that area. So we're multitasking. multitasking. <laughs> so this, this is fascinating. How, how many people work with you in the organization? We have 13 board members who are all old folks like I am. And You're not an old folk, Carol. That's why we ended up trying to get uh, Kelly, well, getting Kelly to coordinate the volunteer association so that we could bring in younger people. And that was one of the problems we were having because most of us were uh, grant writing, doing things like that. Incidentally, we just received a grant from, uh, from the town of Ashland where Congrats. we are gonna begin digitizing our holdings there. Nice. So we have loads and loads of things in mind that we want to do, but we need money we need a permanent location, and we need some more volunteers. Yeah. So I like it. that's where we are at, uh, at this point. And y'all both grew up here. Yes. Right? Tell me what it was like growing up here for you, Carolyn. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know I grew up uh, during the segregation years, and uh, we talk about uh, uh, I mean, John M. Gandhi High School and Ashland being the center of the universe. Well, John M. Gandhi was our center of the universe. When I talk about African-Americans, black folks, uh, we all had a mother, a father, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, cousin, and friends who attended 
John M. Gandy High School and or the Hanover County Training School. So that was sort of our center of the universe. Everything that transpired ended up being held there. We had May Day. Every May we would have the May Day and, and uh, we would have uh, a football game. We only had a football team, I think, one season, but still we had a football team. We had the Majorettes. So it was, uh, it was fantastic. Even though it, things were segregated, it didn't bother us that much because we had our own little universe. And growing up in Ashland was a bit different because even though there were places like Barnes's Drugstore and um, I can't think of the other one, that we couldn't legally sit in and have a soda, mm. uh, the people that owned it didn't bother us if we did. Um, so it it was it was interesting, and it was I describe it my home place anyway on Hanover Avenue across from Woodland Cemetery as growing up like the Waltons mm. on Waltons Mountain. That was basically it, wow. you know, whole bunch of cousins, a uh, whole bunch of friends stopping by. Uh, we even had a tree house. Nice. Uh, we used to ride trees, and ride trees meant pulling down uh, a limb and getting on it and riding it. <laughs> you know, it was almost like a horse. Almost like a horse. So uh, I enjoyed growing up in Ashland. Uh, we did the, uh, the the train thing. You know, the train would come in at Christmas time, and we'd all walk down and uh, look at the train as it passed by. My uncles were, uh, well, one was a red cap, and the other one worked in, I think, storage, I believe it was, something. But, uh, you know, I would see him running and hopping the train because it didn't stop. He'd have to run, jump on the train in order to get into Richmond to Broad Street Station. Wow. So it, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. That's cool. uh, I didn't learn to swim up at, uh, what's the place up there where Leroy lives? Um, up in Doswell? Yeah, the lake up there where the feed mill is. I can't think of it. We used to go up there to swim. Uh, the boys would jump in, but I never did. So I didn't learn to swim up there because <laughs> they had moccasins swimming in the water oh, also. Yeah. So yeah. You're talking about by the rock quarry? Yeah, no, the one before the rock quarry. Where, where the mill is. Where the mill is. Oh, the, the South Anna River. Uh -huh, yeah, but we were on this side, on the, on the east side of, of Route 1. So, uh, but uh, I, I think there was a one guy who drowned up there too when I was in high school. Mm. A guy by the last name of Jones. But uh, it was, it was fun. How about you, for you, Kelly? Well, my experience was um, actually a lot of fun too. Um, I'm class of '87, Patrick Henry Patriots. That's, I graduated in '87. <laughs> I did too. It was um, a very wonderful experience for me. I had uh, moved here. I didn't go to elementary school here. I moved back in middle school. Um, so it was a great experience for me meeting all the people from Mount Pelia and Doswell and Beaverdam. I hadn't had an opportunity to meet them, so it was a great meeting place at Patrick Henry. Um, I was on the yearbook staff. Okay. I was very active um, there, so I got to go to all the events, all the football games, basketball games, any competitions, because I also uh, did writing. Um, that was one of my favorite courses while I was there. I did creative writing and poetry writing. 
my favorite professor there was Miss Condi Hopkins, and she's the reason that I went into political science pre-major. I wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> I don't um, know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> the guidance counselor there went to the college that I ended up going to, which is St. Paul's College. Okay, sure. Uh, got there and loved it. And all my friends were transferring to Norfolk State, so I said, I'll give that a try. Um, but for me, being here where we are now in Ashland Theater, coming to watch movies, going over to Mayberry's, uh, getting ice cream, going to skate land. I had five different kinds of roller skates. Mm, wow. I had pom-poms to match every roller skate. You were it into was, it. Nobody could skate better than me. <laughs> um, for my 16th birthday party. Oh, my gosh. Um, I told the guys at school, I said, hey, you know, everybody, I'm turning 16 over the weekend. Come on by my house. So my parents said, you know, oh, you can invite anybody. I don't think they knew what that meant. It (laughs) was over 250 people at my 16th birthday at that time. We we had to shut it down. Both my parents. (laughs) I bet. At that time, both my parents were police officers for Richmond City. (laughs) My dad was Richmond City Sheriff's Department, and my mom was patrol officer of Richmond City. Mm. Were you? (laughs) Oh, wow, that's awesome. Thank you for your service. (laughs) And I can't tell you, um, and I don't want to name drop but everybody who was anybody at Patrick Henry was at that party I hung with a lot of upperclassmen and uh, oh name drop come on <laughs> I want to hear um, I'll just say this my parents put a lot of guys and girls out of their yard uh, that <laughs> night and you know back then I don't think we really were into the drinking and driving um, it happened and we knew about it and it was bad I mean we lost a couple classmates that year right but it was really kind of what they did then. Yeah. Beer was a big thing. And there was a lot of beer in that yard. My I parents know, said, not on our walk. <laughs> wow. And I'm so scared yeah. that the cops are going to show up. <laughs> but being here in town, I, we could walk. I could walk from my house to church, which was great. I was very active in my church, which is Shallow Baptist, which is right here in the center of town. Mm-hmm. And the highlight uh, after Sunday school was walking over to 7-Eleven, getting a Slurpee, and then walking back mm-hmm. over, being ready for church. And we knew we couldn't bring the Slurpee in the building, so we would stand outside. <laughs> yeah, we were two 7-Eleven town back then, right? <laughs> yeah. Now we don't yeah. have either one of them. Well, now we don't have either one of them. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it was a great experience uh, for me. How, and how I, come we look like we graduated in 87 and you don't? <laughs> well, I'm 52. Uh, and so am I. So is <laughs> But we look 52. We do not. Oh, thank you. Thank you all look the same age. Yeah, we all well, everybody age. looks young to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was my experience. Really, really a lot of fun. I'm still friends with many of those people cool. uh, today. My daughter went to Patrick Henry as well. Um, and her experience was either better than mine. She was a great track star. You know, she actually did shot put and, and um, discus. Broke all the state records. Mm. Broke every record in the county and in the state. Three-time wow. state champion. Ended up going to Radford University. Okay. What's your name? Uh, Shania Williams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're a proud mom. Very proud mom. Oh, yeah. I was. I was almost. You know, uh, one of those momagers at one time when we were talking Olympics. This would have been her Here's year. Oh. And she was training, and she had an injury. Oh. That's, and so, you know. That's too bad. Yeah, it is mm. too bad. But is she going to try in 24? She is going to try in 24. She's Good. back with Coach Scott Brown up at Patrick Henry, actually. She's mentoring two throwers now. 
Awesome. She meets with them on the weekends. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Where are you guys trying to have your permanent location? What, what Black, Black Heritage? Heritage? Yeah. Uh, what I've done is, is, it's interesting because I approached someone with the county and I approached someone with the town. And they don't know who owns that property up there at at uh, at uh, Hanover Avenue, um, the elementary school. You know, one said they think it belongs to the county, and the county says it might be the town. I don't know who owns the property, but we're hoping that when they combine the two schools that we would get a permanent location at Henry Clay Elementary School. Oh, okay, great. That's what we're vying, uh, vying for. Although Beth Mason, who's who's the owner of uh, Henry Clay Inn, has been fantastic. Awesome. We have awesome. a smaller space down there. And uh, I mean, she just goes overboard to make us feel welcome. The rent isn't overly you know, expensive, everything's included. So we appreciate what she has, uh, what she has done. We're looking forward to, to establishing Juneteenth. We've been having it at Randolph Macon. In partnership with Randolph Macon. In partnership Macon. with the Black Studies uh, program. program. And uh, I don't know what we're gonna do for 2022. We didn't do anything with them in, in this uh, calendar year. But we're hoping to do something in the town to bring everybody uh, together. together. Uh, you know, maybe close down a street or something and make it like a festival. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're hoping for. Uh, for what? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. We really want it family friendly, friendly, interactive. Um, we want vendors and uh, music, musicians, uh, maybe some poetry readings, face painting, food sampling, um, to really come together as a celebration. It's such a wonderful time. Mm -hmm of the year, mm. the weather's great. Mm. And it's a wonderful opportunity for people to learn about Juneteenth, the meaning of it, because so many people still don't have understand. a clue and don't You're understand right. the significance and the meaning of the day. When we first started happening, somebody said, well, it happened in Texas, what does it have to do with us? You know, right. and they, they didn't understand the significance of uh, some people not being free yeah. you know, it, you know, if one person is enslaved, then everybody's enslaved. Yeah, correct. So, uh, that's, you know, that's basically where we are right now, and uh, just praying and hoping that we get a permanent uh, a location so that we can expand. Yeah. And people have come from, from other states looking for relatives, and they've been able to look at our archives and find information on their relatives, you know, here in Hanover County. So that's been been awesome. That's powerful stuff. It is. It is. And, and we haven't even touched the surface yet. Uh, we we have uh, oral history interviews that we've done that we we haven't published as of yet. Um, Don McCoskey, one of our uh, board members, did a lot of interviewing back in the day, and we have the cassettes, believe it or not, the cassettes that we've uh, transcribed and hopefully put it into a book one of these days. Yeah. And in the past, I have been the person that did most of the grant writing and uh, it, it's because I have my own little business now I do quality assurance for group homes I haven't been able to spend as much time with the grant writing and I'm hoping that the young people will uh, pick that up in fact I'm tired <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying I'm uh, <laughs> hey, Kelly are there other younger folks that are yes joining? there is and I'm a grant writer by trade through mm -hmm. VCU as well so the last two grants I wrote 
in <laughs> conjunction <laughs> with the volunteer committee. Um, yeah, there are other young people. What I've done with the volunteer committee, I've brought a person from each part of the county to make us more inclusive. Yeah, that's great. So I got a young lady from um, Mount Pelia, young lady from Beaver Dam, a young lady from Doswell, young man, and a young lady from Mechanicsville, trying to, and me being here in what we call the center, to bring the different ideas all together. Um, they're able to disseminate the information in their perspective areas much better because they grew up there and they know the families to go through the churches and the organizations and so when we come together it brings a true meaning of Hanover County mm -hmm. not just town of Ashland and we've been able to display in some places that we hadn't had the opportunity before there's a lot of opportunity up in Doswell with those spaces with the Dawn School there's a lot of opportunity up in Malpia um, with the Arts and Activities Center. And it had even been mentioned about Bethany School at one time mm -hmm. up in Malpia um, as another space possibly for us to display and have meetings um, and fundraisers and things like that. The biggest challenge we face going forward, uh, social media played a, a, a wonderful role because we were able to disseminate a lot of information out very quickly to a large group of people. Um, first time I'm, I'm webmaster for our Facebook page. Uh, it was a, a group of young technology people in the building where mom worked at and they were able to set it up for us and make it very user friendly. Last year was the first time that I had any backlash on one of, one of our postings hmm. and it was you know it was ugly it was really really ugly you know like get a life and all this stuff. What? And I said mom somebody's posting you know, on our Facebook page, you know, what should I do? Should I take it down? You know, should I address the person? Should I block the person? My daughter's major was marketing. So, you know, she says, oh, well, this is how you get back at him. I was like, well, no, I don't want to go to war. Right, <laughs> I, right. I, I, I want to be professional, you know, and say everybody's respected to their opinion. <clears throat> but we're just a, a local organization trying to get our information about about yeah. what we do. and. I don't know, and I found out later that it was a, a ghost page, whatever that is, mm. where someone makes a fake page pretending to be someone else to mm. do malicious stuff. So learning more about that through uh, education with technology is where I mm. want to go with the organization. The more information that is out and the more accessible we are through technology, I think will help us grow and receive more donations. Um, making a, the museum more interactive where you can touch on something on the website mm -hmm. and it'll send you to a link where mm -hmm. you can do some research or request time to come in and do live research. Digitizing our information is crucial mm -hmm. for moving forward because like she says we have cassettes, we have records, we have newspapers, we have to find oh, a way yeah. to preserve those documents because they will be lost if we do not have a permanent space. Mm. And the, the irony is when I started, I was interviewing the old folks. Now I'm those folks. Now you are the old folks. <laughs> now I'm the, I'm the old folks. And I said, well, when I want to ask somebody something, I don't have anybody to ask because they're all gone. Yeah. They've all transitioned. So I'm trying to, to you know, save as much as I can and get as much information as I can and pass it on because I'm that generation now, unbelievably, but I, I, I don't tell my age. <laughs> well, hey, I, I would have, I would have guessed, well, I mean, we know your daughter's age now, but right. 
I would, say, I would have said 49 before. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. right. So the, the thing that fascinates me about this is the more information, people need to open their minds right. and get educated. Right. Because the more that happens of all races, right. the people like that, the number of people that do that will dwindle. Be correct. Yeah. Hopefully, as our kids and our grandkids, you know, it, it becomes nothing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a pipe dream probably for, for me and everyone, but... I'm hoping that's why this is so important. Yeah, well, I can definitely tell you my daughter's experience was mm. very much even more progressive and diverse than mine. Um, she's 24, and she has friends from all over. Uh, going to Rafford is just such a great melting pot with mm. Virginia Tech being right there, then her being an athlete, and then her also being heavily involved in church and the choir. She has friends of all nationalities all you know, from all over the world. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I lived in... Uh, we lived in Reston for a while, and then I moved to Portsmouth, following jobs and what have you, uh, was divorced then, and uh, when we got to Portsmouth, <laughs> Kelly said, Mom, do I have to not like my white friends now? <laughs> because we were moving from one area to another area. Most of her friends in Northern Virginia were others and white and whatever. We moved to to uh, Portsmouth, and most of her friends were black. Yeah. And you know, so I said, "No, you don't have to, you know, not like your white <laughs> friends." So I'm saying that is an experience that so many people don't have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and she ended up going to a private school while we were there because we were sort of like in the inner city, and uh, you know, we went to Alliance Christian. And I was the only black person at that school. Yeah. And it was so funny. I didn't, because we had come from Reston, because we had come from Northern Virginia, that is really what I was mm. used to. So I really didn't feel any different or right. have any, and didn't really know any different. None of my friends knew until I was in the line in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. And we were ordering and everything. Me and my friends, I was a cheerleader. I was captain of cheerleaders. You know, I was everything. And, 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 in middle school and guy says move move out of the line you n-word mm. and i turned to my friend sarah i said sarah who's he talking to and what's that word oh. and she said i never heard it either she said so what should we do i said do you think he's saying it in a mean way check the tone she was like i don't know i think we should tell somebody so we go <laughs> we tell the cafeteria lady and she turns red she's like do you girls know what it means and we're like no we don't what way is Mary now? I have no idea. We were we were thick as thieves mm -hmm. all the way up until I moved back here yeah. to Ashland, and we lost contact. Was that a fellow student that said it that? It was a fellow student. So upperclassman football player, mm -hmm. jock kind of guy, uh, you know, just a bonehead, and mm -hmm. I think he was expelled. Good. He should have, uh, yeah. Um, you know, I was, what, what 12, 13? Like like, I mean, I just I had never even heard the word. Wow. And, not, and and thankfully, no one else that was in my friend circle had heard it either. We were just shocked. We didn't even know how you, to you take pick, it. You picked the right friends. Yeah, yeah. I had the right friends. I still friends with the, uh, most of those people today. So, I, so through this organization, that's the kind of education I want to bring mm -hmm. knowledge to when that word is hurtful and what that word means. And to show the diversity throughout the county, the lives Many of the African Americans were shop owners, store owners, teachers, singers, baseball mm -hmm. players, football players, and what they have gone on to do. The family history here in Hanover County is so rich. 
But the only thing <clears throat> that I, I see is, you know, when I look around Ashland, and I live right here, I live around the corner uh, uh, from, from here, I don't see us. <clears throat> and there isn't anything that says that black people ever lived in Ashland other than the church and the cemetery. Mm. The only two things. There's not anything here that's representative of us at all. So this is one of the things that I'm trying to rectify to make people know that we made contributions. Um, I can't think of the young lady, Meriwether Gilmore, I think her name is. Meriwether wrote a piece about <clears throat> a cousin-in-law of mine, my, my first cousin's great uncle sued the town of Ashland back in 1913 because he purchased a house in a white neighborhood and had the audacity to live in it. Mm. You know, so he owned the uh, Ashland uh, Hotel, Coleman's Hotel out on Henry Street, which is now rented to college students, mm -hmm. I do believe. It used to be the Elks home and probably a whole bunch of history. We have all of that at, at Black Heritage. But uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's interesting. And as I delve into, you know, the documents, looking at different stuff, it's, uh, it's interesting. And uh, I hope I have time enough to do a whole bunch more. Yes. I'm, I'm sure you will. A lot you of things will. that I want to do. I'm in the process of, uh, my uncle served in World War II, and uh, I was interviewing him and I asked him to write it out, and he did. And I have about 13 pages that he wrote out that I'm working on to, to publish. Uh, and uh, he worked at Cross Brothers. Uh, he worked at the railroad station. He talked about uh, the trailway bus stopping down at Hanover Courthouse and him going on to Fort whatever it was up in New Jersey. Uh, prior to uh, entering uh, into France, Germany, and all over there. And he documented all of that. And I'm in the process of researching it to document what he told me was truth. So that's what I've been doing uh, recently. But uh, anyway, growing up in Ashland is nice. Was nice. <laughs> was nice. Still was is nice. for me. Mm -hmm. Still is for what, What's been your biggest challenge at the uh, society? Uh, the biggest challenge has been money. The biggest challenge is, 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 is money. And I mean, we have a little bit of money put, a, put aside. People have been generous with us. And the, the town, uh, 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 citizens, they're citizens who've been with us for 25 years who mm -hmm. still donate. Uh, but it's been money in finding uh, finding a permanent home. Finding a permanent <clears throat> home is our biggest challenge. Uh, I really believe that we would be able to uh, grow, grow, expand, expand exhibit, be open um, for people to see the materials and the artifacts that we have and really be able to effectively use them mm. if we had a space. Um, I get so many hits on Facebook. When are you guys going to be open? Mm. You know, I want to bring my kids. And it's really not conducive, the space we have so for fun. that. Mm. Um, so we try to bring stuff out. Um, onto the front so you can see and do the walking um, and the visiting displays at the libraries where it is more space for people to walk around and see. And also maintaining our membership list. 
You know, you say, well, you know, you get it and you put it in Word mm. and you update it. It's not that easy. Mm. <laughs> you got to remind people. You, you got to remind go. people. And, uh -uh. and being able to effectively communicate with the older generation, like Zooming, <laughs> like, Zoom. Web, like WebEx, <laughs> like mass email. She sent a wonderful email to the board, so she thought. <laughs> telling them, you know, yay, we got the grant money for the town of Ashland. And she called me and she said, so I sent the email to you guys. Did you get it? I said, sure. And half of Randolph Macon did too. <laughs> you, you did a reply to, to a flyer that was sent by Randolph Macon. <laughs> hey, more people got, know they now. Got, yeah. They got the message. That's right. right. That's exactly so right. So maintaining that, um, the technology, um, we, we've We've had several companies work with us on our website, and our website is nowhere the Near way where it needs to, to be. be or where it should be. It looks like you know a website I might have done my first year in college in the 90s. You know, it's just not what websites are supposed to be. Right. So I felt like I really feel like if we had those things mm -hmm. in place. But Beth gave us the name of a person for me to contact. Beth Mason, the lady that owns yeah. uh, Henry Bay. Who does the Inns website. So uh, we're going to reach out. She's to, um, a local person as well. Mm -hmm. And I think she builds websites. Uh, so, so hopefully we, she'll be able to work with us on getting ours up to standard. We haven't contacted her yet. You haven't contacted I, her yet. But I have her, her contact information. She might listen to this. Oh. Perhaps where where is this going to be? Uh, we'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it <laughs> offline. Okay. okay. Ironically, offline, but it's, but it's online. Mm -hmm. okay. Perfect. Yeah. So that's uh, and going forward, fundraising, um, being able to disseminate the information about the fundraiser and a place to have it. Um, we have been very lucky and blessed because our friends and the downtown association and businesses have opened mm -hmm. their doors to us. And what's his name at Depot? He's been fantastic. Chris at Chris the Depot. Yeah. Depot. I mean, just mm. awesome. And Chris Stem. Right. Yep. Chris Stem is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and we've used that space. It's a gorgeous space. I mean, for me and my friends, I mean, our Facebook selfies were crazy on that brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> and my uh, grandfather used to <laughs> contract with them to do slaughtering of their hogs and, and meat. Yeah, his pictures in whatever. there. Whatever. Cross Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Cross yeah. Brothers. Mm -hmm. Chris put um, uh, her great, what is he, great grandparents? I don't know if it's up or not. I gave it was it the last time I went in. Oh, okay. All right, Carolyn, as we close here, tell us about your family. Okay. My immediate family? I, sure. Okay. My husband is Calvin, who just had knee surgery. And I've been I hope, running I hope up, he's recovering. I've been running up and down the steps. <laughs> Keeps you young. Doing meals and all of those things. Uh, I have uh, two stepchildren, Kyra and uh, Travis. Uh, Kyra's in Maryland and uh, uh, Travis is in New Jersey. Uh, and my daughter, Kelly, who lives here in Ashland. My granddaughter, Shania Williams, who lives in Henrico now. She's in Henrico. Um, and I have a brother. Brother lives here in Ashland. I have one aunt who's 94. Is she 95? 95. Going to be 96 in August. Mm. Okay, we're 96 in August. And she was living on Hanover Avenue up until a couple of uh, years ago. Now she's with her uh, with her son in Henrico. Uh, I 
I'm a graduate of Virginia Union University. I also t attended Norfolk State at the uh, graduate level. I didn't complete it. I also did, what's the other one in Northern Virginia? George Mason. George Mason and took courses at uh, VCU. Uh, have my own little small business here in Ashland. I'm a quality assurance professional for group homes who uh, provide services to people with developmental disabilities. Uh, that's just about it. Have a whole bunch of cousins uh, throughout the United States as well as out of the United States. I have one little cousin who's in Israel, uh, her and her family. Uh, that's just about it. Kelly, same question for you. Same question. Um, I'm a graduate of Patrick Henry, class of 87, graduate of St. Paul's College, did master's work at Norfolk State, did master's work at VCU, did master's work at University of Maryland. I am a program administrator for day supports and group homes for adults with intellectual disabilities. And I am an only child, only grandchild. I have one daughter, Shania, who's a triple only as well. Mm. <laughs> Three generations of onlys. Wow. And my parents had two. Right. Mm. Right. Um, so it has been a fun, fun, fun time with me, um, with the society, and I look forward to our future endeavors and hope that we can grow and get the word out. And we really thank you guys for the opportunity for us to share a little bit about our society. Well, Carolyn and Kelly, thank you so much. You want to say something? Yes. If you want to become a member of Hanover County Black Heritage Society, just contact one of us. The fee is uh, $35 an individual and i think it's 60 dollars for a family okay all right awesome. nice awesome. very cool follow us on facebook <laughs> what's your name on facebook head of accounting black heritage society okay perfect thank you so much for joining us thank really you appreciate thank it. you for having us thank you for listening if you enjoy this episode please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts we'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us you can find us at scodopodcast.com.